You're listening to Echo the Podcast. On this episode, we chatted with singer-songwriter Annika Wells. Over the past few years, Wells has penned tracks for popular artists including Noah Cyrus, the Jonas Brothers, and Elenium. Now the California native is making her major label debut with Volume 1 and Epic Records. Her first single, Fuck Being Sober, introduces listeners to Wells' unapologetic songwriting and encourages disrupting the status quo in order to live life to the fullest. We chatted with Wells about the single, her homemade music video, and what's up next. Take a listen. How are you? (laughs) I'm great. I am exhausted, but a good kind of exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. And how have you been staying inspired during quarantine and everything? I feel like it's been it's been easier to stay inspired kind of weirdly I think you know in the past I've been um writing for other artists a bit more and uh during quarantine I've been focusing on my own project like wholeheartedly and I've kind of realized a difference in like before I could go into the studio like six days a week and write six different songs for six different artists and when I'm just working on my own project like I don't have six songs worth of things to write about in a week I, you know there's not enough concept there's not enough life for me to live to be able to just like write that much so it's kind of forced me to like go out and actually live my life and get some life experiences so that I can come back and actually really have something to say um so quarantine has been oddly kind of a, a blessing for finding writing inspiration That's great. And I was going to ask you too, you've written for artists like BTS and Noah Cyrus and the Jonas Brothers. Is the process different when you're writing for somebody else versus for yourself? I guess it's honestly not that different. It's just that I, you know, when I'm writing for me, I get to say completely what I want to say. There are a lot of times where I'd be in the studio where, you know, we'd be writing a song and I'm like, oh, what about this? And it's kind of like something that's raunchy or like maybe awkward or you know not not everybody always wants to say all the time I'd be like oh let's stray away from that and I feel like with my own project it's really cool because all of those like weird embarrassing things I can just put into my own music and why is it important to you to be so raw and authentic in your music I've just always had this attitude since I was a little kid just that like I don't know I think it's kind of like I like to think of it as like happy nihilism, like just the idea that we're all going to die one day and none of this really matters. I don't personally believe in an afterlife. And I just feel like what's the point of living other than just to enjoy our lives. Um, And I feel like that that's kind of like the main message of my project is just like, follow your heart, follow your dreams, do whatever makes you happy. Um, And yeah, it's, it's really cool to be able to have a platform to say that now. Absolutely. And has music always been an interest for you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Since I was born, I've just been singing constantly um, to an annoying extent. (laughs) Um, I started taking piano lessons when I was four years old and started writing music when I was in around the third grade. And just since I wrote my first song, I just knew that's what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. It's been a very easy decision. Um, I also have this weird, um, like extra neural pathway that I was born with, um, oh. where a song is always playing in my head. So music is definitely a hundred percent a part of my life. <laughs> What's currently playing in your head? <laughs> 
it's actually this song it's so funny um it's um this song that i wrote in college really randomly that wow i don't know why this is even playing in my head it's some song i wrote in like songwriting class like five years ago in school <laughs> do you think that that song will ever make it in maybe even an evolved form into future projects absolutely not <laughs> no one should ever hear this song <laughs> yeah no i feel like too like the more music i write like you know the more i'm actually feeling those like current emotions and like the newer songs always get replaced by the older ones. Oh, oh my God, I'm sorry. My dog is now stepping on my laptop. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, the, the newer ones always get replaced by the older ones, but that's why I'm trying to just put out so much music like quickly because, um, you know, I do have so much I want to say and all these songs are kind of like my babies and I want to put them all out into the world, but I write so much music. So right now the goal is to just like put it all out into the universe. And speaking of new music, congratulations, your label debut, you just released Fuck Being Sober. What was the inspiration for that track? So the inspiration for Fuck Being Sober, I mean, I feel like it's just like kind of my outlook on the world in like musical form. Um, I actually wrote that song after um, I went to a Thanksgiving and I saw my aunt who I don't see that often. And she was kind of like, we sat next to each other at the table and she was just like, so when are you going to get a real job? And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I had just gotten off this like arena tour with Lenny. Like I just performed at Madison square garden. Like, you know, I feel like I've, I've worked really hard to like get where I am. And I feel like I'm, you know, picking up traction in my career. And she was just like, no, no, no. But when you're done playing around with all this, like when you gonna get a nine to five and I was just like oh my god <laughs> and I came back to LA and I was so frustrated I was just like like screw the nine to five like screw you know unless the nine to five makes you happy but like why like conform to what society thinks you should do if it's not going to bring you joy um and the song kind of just came out of that sentiment so I really hope she isn't listening to this right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the writing process like for the song? <laughs> it was fun. It was just with two of my best friends and we honestly just got drunk. And I remember we were just sitting on the floor of the studio, just like really kind of vibing and all the melodies were just pouring out. And it was just one of those days where everything is clicking and we were having such a blast. And like, you know, all the little fully effects you hear in there, like the beer clinking and all that stuff was just us in the studio having a blast. And then um, we ended up doing this writing camp. I host this writing camp with a group of like 15 of my friends. A couple times a year, we'll go get an Airbnb like in the woods and we'll all just make a ton of music together. That's and so fun. all the gang vocals that you hear in the last post chorus is us just like truly just like being drunk and having a blast and just dancing and screaming and singing. And I just wanted the song to remind everybody of like, you know, just wrapping their arms around their best friends. And I thought no better way to do that than to, you know, have my friends in there <laughs> screaming in the background. <laughs> and that feeling, it definitely carries over into the music video. The music video looked like so much fun. What, where did the concept for that come from? So I wanted to do that for such a long time. So those are my two best friends. We've been best friends for, oh my God, I don't even know how many, like 15 years now. And I feel like we've really influenced each other a lot and just like how our outlook on life, kind of that fucking sober mentality of just live your life to the fullest. And when we were in high school, we were all really just like, 
we were just bored and we were in our small hometown where everything closes at 8 p.m. And we were so angsty and had all this energy and we were like, we want to live epic lives. And so we made this bucket list of 100 things to do before the end of high school. And we did all of them. And, you know, a few, a few of the things in the video were inspired by things we did in high school, like the Chubby Bunny Challenge or we duct taped Kelsey to a tree when we were like 16. Um, and yeah, I just like, like one thing I want to like do in my project too is just like not always be writing love songs. You know, so many, the important people in my life are like my family or my friends or my teachers, you know? And I really wanted to highlight friendship in this video. And I thought no better way to do that than to just get my two best friends together and us just run around doing stupid shit. <laughs> Absolutely. And you, their names also come up in the second verse as well, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kelsey, Jimmy, shout out. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And also speaking of bucket lists, what's next on your personal bucket list? Ooh, that's a really good question. I actually have a couple running bucket lists, but I mean, career bucket list. I would love to collaborate with Alexander 23. He's one of my absolute oh, favorites. Yeah. I just think we'd make magic together. So Alexander, if you're hearing this, hit me up. Um, Life bucket list, I really want to get scuba certified. I've been meaning to do that for the longest time. And yeah, I've just been really trying to like, I don't know, especially in 2020, kind of getting a break with COVID and sort of reevaluating, just pushing, pushing myself to do stuff that sort of scares me. And scuba diving seems pretty scary, so I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, that would scare me too. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So if you could set fans up in the perfect environment to listen to Fuck Being Sober, would it be scuba diving or like what, what environment do you imagine it being? <laughs> I would say the perfect environment is like, I don't know, it's, it's kind of the song where you could listen to it, you know, in your car on the freeway at night with all the windows down, or you could, you know, listen to it at a COVID safe party with your friends, maybe like a, you know, a two or three person party. Um, yeah, I've also had like people message me where they're like, I'm, I'm a recovering addict and this song came up, but then I listened to it and I actually really like it. Now I'm listening to it every day on my way to work. So whatever environment moves you, but I think it's just the main message of the song is just like, you know, do whatever floats your boat. Um, you know, hold the ones you love close to you. Absolutely. And speaking of messages too, you posted yesterday on your story, somebody sent you a great message about how your music has kind of been the soundtrack to some key events in their life. How does that feel to see that your music resonates with people like that? It's, it's absolutely insane. I mean, that's all I've ever dreamed of since I was like eight years old is that I could possibly make something that has an effect on somebody. Um, and just, I don't, it just like, oh, it breaks my heart in the absolute best way. Just knowing that, you know, I can like give people an experience or a memory or, you know, just like basically put my feelings into sound and then deliver that feeling to them. It's just, it's hard for me to even wrap my head around, but that's truly like, that's my reason for living. It's just the most magical thing ever. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's so fun too to like, I read through the message and like, I can just imagine how amazing that feels to know that like your words resonate with somebody. It's very cool. Crazy. <laughs> Speaking of fans, what can they look forward to next? An EP? 
We have so much coming right now. I'm focused on putting out my next few singles. Um, the next one is coming very soon. Um, and yeah, I mean, honestly, I have like a couple albums worth of songs right now that I want to put out. We're just trying to narrow them down. Um, but yeah, and a few singles and definitely an EP are in the works. So exciting. And your first single um, or your first original song that you put out was Break in 2016. How has your music evolved since then? It has evolved a lot, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think, I mean, I I love that song. I'm so grateful for what Break like brought to me. Um, Yeah, that song definitely changed my life almost overnight. I wrote it as a homework assignment in college and then just made a Spotify page and uploaded it and suddenly it got on the global viral and I had all these emails in my inbox from labels and publishing companies and management companies and I was just like sick I'm gonna drop out of school and move to New York City it was very sudden um but yeah I think that that was also the first pop song that I'd ever really written you know and I've written hundreds of songs before that but that felt like the first really like big pop song that I had ever written um And, and yeah, I feel like since then I've just like really honed in on what I want to say and how I want to say it. You know, that's a big thing for me is using my platform for positivity. And I realize there's a big responsibility that comes with being an artist. And I think I've kind of taken my time between break and fuck being sober to really figure out what I want to say to the world and make sure that I had a message that felt completely true to me and a sound that I really resonated with. And I feel like, yeah, just the last couple of years of really honing in on my writing and production skills have just brought me to a place now where I'm just so ready to put this music out. We're so ready to hear it too. (laughs) Thank you. What is one quote that you have heard or that you go by that you want to echo out to the world? That is a great question. Um, I would have to say my favorite quote, and I abide by this all the time, is the best things in life are waiting at the edge of your comfort zone. Um, I definitely felt that we did the official music video for Fluff Being Sober yesterday and I got on set and was just so overwhelmed, so nervous. That whole thing was way outside of my comfort <laughs> zone. And the stylist was like, are you okay? You look really nervous. And I was like, yeah, you know what? Like everything in my life that's been amazing has been something I was scared to do before I did it. So I'm really praying that today is one of those days. And yeah, I just, I think, and that's kind of the main message of Fluff Being Sober too, is just like do do what scares you and you're probably not going to regret it. Absolutely. And it kind of goes back to scuba diving. It scares you, but yes, it's probably going to be the best thing ever. Scuba diving. <laughs> <laughs> you can stay connected with Annika Wells on Facebook and Instagram. Her latest single, Fuck Being Sober, is now streaming. You can follow along with Echo on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.